0: What's up, everybody? This is your main man, Tech Supreme, back with another episode of Rent Free with Tech Supreme. We are in uh, uh, the lab. I was going to change positions today, but I I decided not to. I was going to change, like, the camera angle. Well, this is kind of a different from last week. Um, but I was going to change the um, the location. I was going to do it somewhere else in the house. But you know what? I'm comfortable here. I got my computer here. I got my timer here. So I know exactly how long I'm going for. So we're just going to do it like that. Um, thanks for listening to the last episode. If you did, uh, please let me know some proper feedback if you can. I do appreciate it. Um, and this let's just get into episode 29, bro. Um, first things first, I want to talk about St. Louis and crime. Now, uh, this has been a crazy week for me. Last week was kind of crazy, which I didn't put an episode out, which is fine. You'll be fine. Uh, but this week was crazy because Monday I almost got into a collision. Um, basically, I was driving home from running errands about I don't know, one or two o'clock in the afternoon. It's a regular day, and um, I was crossing near my house a very busy intersection, and uh, someone decided that that red light that they had, and who had been red for a moment, wasn't good enough for them. That they were going to run the red light no matter what. Now, I'm a very cautious driver, extremely cautious driver, uh, so I did see it coming. I did have a couple seconds uh, beforehand to figure out what I was gonna do. So, uh, as I'm preparing for the impact, I, I gunned it, and even with me gunning it through the intersection, I thought he was going to hit me anyway, or she, I, didn't, I never got a chance to see they were going so fast, so I never got a chance to, um, to see, like, they, and they also had tinted windows, excuse me, I'm trying to formulate my thoughts, um, so long story short, they missed, they barely fucking missed, it was super close, and uh, as I was leaving the intersection, there was a car that was doing a U-turn, for some reason, there's a business by my house that is the worst. It's not good. It's just not a good business. Like the they they serve. I don't want to give up like my location, so I won't say what they serve. But they serve this thing that just, they just don't do it well. But for some reason, it's a it's a St. Louis staple, so people like it. But it's horrible. But. For some reason, the people that, that this business attracts are the worst drivers. Like, they have a parking lot that's super close to their doors, but then they have another one that's a little further away. But you would think this is the only parking lot they have, the way people uh, uh, stop traffic to get into it, or they or they wait in the middle of the street. But there's like a whole empty parking lot on the other side of the building. Um, so people already are bad drivers because of this business. So this person is doing a, a U-turn, um, and they just stop, and they're just looking at me almost die. I slam my brakes so I don't hit them, and then I, I, I just, like, very forcefully motioned for them to go. Like, why are you just stopped in the middle of the street? And I just had to, like, flee for my fucking life through this intersection. So that kind of put a sour note on the rest of my day because of all the things that are happening in St. Louis. Um, I want to say rest in peace. To the four young adults who lost their lives last weekend um in a, in a situation in which this this man this 30 something year old man decides that he is above stopping at a red light so he goes around everyone stopped at the red light and this was by slew um about one o'clock in the morning saturday or sunday morning but saturday night sunday morning um he goes all the way around uh, runs the intersection and this car is filled with eight 19- and 20-year-olds. And he, they're just driving, and they're coming off of uh, the highway getting onto a parkway. So they they were traveling the speed that they should be traveling in, and this car just destroys them. And they, the car gets pushed off of a bridge and lands upside down. Uh, four of the eight individuals lost their lives. Um... And with that in the back of my mind, after this 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 hit and run, like it just kind of floored me, you know, like it just put me in, in, in a very bad mental health place because I was just as, I was so close to death, and because of someone's inability to care about anyone else's lives, including their own. Um, so my heart goes out to those four people who lost their lives. I ended up donating to one of theirs GoFundMe because I was I was so shook up and emotional about. Um, my near car accident, and then just the thought of, like, man, like, like, these kids had their whole lives ahead of them, and some idiot asshole just takes it away from them for nothing. So, uh, the guy eventually turned himself in. He's such an asshole that he hit them, jumped out of the car, took his license plates off his car, and ran off. So that's the type of person you're dealing with here. Um, and there's a bunch of people on my Facebook who know him. He's, I hope he just, um... Hope he goes to jail for a long time for that. Um, so yeah, that that that's kind of where my mind was at this week. And then uh, we famously about two weeks ago, um, a young woman was with her family traveling from Tennessee, and she was doing a, a volleyball tournament in St. Louis, where um, a driver was speeding and running intersections, and uh, the car crashed, hit her. They had to amputate her leg. She was only seventeen years old, which. Um, the reaction in the city is so interesting right now with crime because uh, we have predominantly black women in positions of power right now. We have a black mayor, black female. Oh, excuse me, I don't, I don't like saying female. That's gross. I just saw a video on YouTube where this black woman was referring to males and females, so it's fresh in my head. Um, but uh, we have a black mayor, black woman mayor, Tassara Jones. Um, I believe Cory Bush is Senate, And then you have Kim Gardner as the um circuit attorney. Everyone hates Kim Gardner. Um I don't now is she, I don't know if she's lax on crime or not, right? Like we don't have statistics. Crime is out of control right now. But that seems to me um like we're just picking a scapegoat instead of addressing all the issues uh, that are really at hand. And when you see all these 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 um people of the community of, of the city who are like attacking Kim Gardner they always have something in common. Now, they also are attacking the three women who I mentioned. They have something in common as well. So if you take those two things and you put them together, you kind of see where I'm getting at here. I think a lot of it, when you're black and in a position of power, you're expected to be absolutely perfect. Now, as a young black man, you get told the speech that you have to work twice as hard. And that's the same thing that I hear. Like, they have to be... Perfect. Twice as perfect as uh, someone else uh, that had a different color skin. Um, Now, is Kim Gardner uh, doing perfect? No, probably not. Right. But like, is she responsible for all of this? No. There's so many people in politics and so many people in government and there's so many working wheels that it's not on one person. But in my opinion, here's what I think is going on. I think Kim Gardner, when she took circuit attorney office, she said, I'm going after police. And the first thing she did was she made a list of corrupt police and and that she's not going to try their cases. Now, this was uh, in hopes to stop police corruption. Uh, but I think what happened was they decided, oh, you're not going to fuck with us. Well, we're going to make everyone hate you. So we're not going gonna to sit in our hands, which is something that happens in government all the time. And that's what it is. So everyone sitting here blaming Kim Gardner for crime, when really police aren't doing their jobs and well for one the police job in itself is reactionary so they everyone has i feel like most people have the wrong concept uh the misconception about cops anyway like they're not here to save you they're here to take a report when you're done of uh, getting whatever whatever happens happens um and i i just think that it's a it's a game that only the, the citizens suffer from you know like the game that the police and the circuit attorney's office they're doing I think it only we suffer for it um, and then you have the the racial divide that, that that's of course because St. Louis is racist um, you know that you have now well you have a, a like everything every time anything goes wrong if there's any crime it's Kim Gardner's fault Kim Gardner's fault well how about uh K- Kenneth Gregory the police chief like wh- what what is what is anyone doing right like it is not one person's responsibility to stop crime. Like, they can't. Like The circuit attorney's not stopping crime. Now, um, the woman who lost her lives, the, 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 the her legs, not her lives, but her legs, the driver was should not have been driving. So everyone blames King Gardner for that. Well, she makes a press conference and said, here are the all the documents that we tra- we told the judge, like, hey, we need to revoke this guy's this bond. We need to do this and that. And the third, and it's all rejected. So you have all these systems pointing at Kim Gardner. Kim Gardner's pointing at other people. And we just need peace in these. Sh- we just need like peace industries. You just want to survive. You just want to be able to walk, uh, or or drive home from errands. We just want to walk from volleyball tournaments to the hotel room. We just want that's all. So just everyone needs to get it together. And um, people of the community. Understand that you're being racist. Like this is what it is. Like anytime I see you post it, uh, Corey Bush just married uh, a, a person in her security detail. They have a problem with that. They they literally said, "Get her out of there." That's that's illegal. It's which is not. Um, and so now it's corruption, and she's paying him under the table. No, she's not. What are you talking about? So, like, you can't do anything and be black in St. Louis in a position of power because they're going to try to chop you down because you're black and you're not doing your job. Even though when it's people of non-melanated, they don't even know who they are. They have no idea. They have no idea who the circuit trinity was before this. They have no idea. They won't be happy until she's gone. It is what it is. Um, That's my rant on it. I don't like it at all. It pisses me off uh, nearly daily when I see these Articles, and I have a problem. If you know me, you know I have a problem with reading comments. I read comments. I shouldn't. It's stupid. I do. I shouldn't. It's dumb. Um, but, yeah. So, uh, So yeah, your boy is literally coming out of an existential crisis because of the car accident. And St. Louis is looking real lawless right now. And protect yourselves and your family. Um, I'm doing what I can. I, I um, started the safety committee in, in my neighborhood. Uh, this last uh, couple months. So uh, we had a really successful meeting with a lot more people that I thought would be there. Uh, I think we got a good uh, head of steam to try to make our neighborhood a little bit safer. Super excited about that. Another thing, too, is like a lot of these people, these, poli- these fake political science people, they don't get involved. They just get on their keyboards and, and become warriors, but they don't do nothing in the streets. They're not outside. They're not trying to rally the community. They're not doing they're not doing anything to make this place a better city. All they're doing is getting online and complaining and talking shit and being racist. That's all they do. And I'm talking about most of them. Even, like, most people. Like, get involved. Like, come on. Stop playing. All right, moving moving on. Uh, Jordans. Now, this doesn't really, um, like, I wrote this this list, this particular list the other day. Um, and in my first few topics The car break-ins That was one Which I didn't even talk about The car break-in The week before So we'll. We're, we're, I'll save that For another episode Which I had Like I literally had My gun in hand I'm looking out the window And I'm seeing this, this person Break into the, uh, my neighbor's car But the kid was like A fucking 14 year old So Like you know What what are you supposed to do In that situation Like I'm not going to take The life of a 14 year old For material possession um, that's, So that's a different story For another day um, But my second topic Was Jordan's And I find it really weird that, as a society, and as a culture, uh, that you can't really buy Jordans if it's not 1 through 13. Which means for, I don't know how many long that, you know, like 20 years, that everyone's wearing the same shoes over and over again. Uh, Just different colors, and like, even if you, like, step out on a limb and you wear, like, a Jordan that's not, like, out of 1 through 12, when I say 1 through 12... Jordan 1 through Jordan twelve or 13. I think 13 is acceptable. I mean, I mean obviously 13 is acceptable. 14 is a little bit on the fence. Um, but as soon as you do wear anything outside of that, they're gonna people are gonna make fun of you. People are gonna hit you with one of those. You can't wear Jordan trainers because that's a whole like uh, uh world of getting laughed at. And I think that's really weird that we all like all these everyone, a lot of people, they bust their ass to to get these shoes just to look alike, just to be bots, just to, like, have the same shoes. And I'm guilty. I got Jordan 3s in different colors. I got 13s in different colors. I got 12s in different colors. Uh, you know, but, like, I also have – I also started – I've started – because I was in that mindset for a long time, well, well, I only buy Nikes, I only buy Jordans. But now I kind of switch, and, like, if I like a shoe, I buy the shoe. Um, so I'm wearing a lot of Pumas lately because LaMelo Ball has made my favorite basketball shoe, the comfort side, comfort-wise, two years in a row. Um, also he does a collab with Rick and Morty, which if you know me, you know, I love Rick and Morty. So I got the Rick and Morty season one, um, or yeah, his first season shoes and they just dropped the season two, which I thought were horrendous, but I ended up loving them on feet. Um, but like everyone's just, every, my whole point is like, why is everyone being bots? Like, why is everyone, we, we, we do the same thing uh, and everyone looks the same. Everyone's carbon copy of themselves with these Jordans. Just do, be different and don't be afraid to be different. Don't be afraid to have some shoes that people are going to be like, what the fuck? The, the, the Rick and Morty um, MB.02, so the LaMelo Balls 2, um, they have glitter on them. They're like the furthest shoe that you'd think I'd wear. But when I put them on, man, they look fire. Don't worry about anyone else's opinion. Stop buying the same Jordans every single year in different colors. It's stupid. It's pointless. It's a waste of money. And everyone looks like a bunch of bots. So... Take, that, take with that what you will. In my opinion, difference should be celebrated. Our differences should be celebrated. Let's not wear the same shoes. Um, but moving on, it's a dumb topic for sure. Um, fuck Sazam and fuck Aquaman 2. Um, these two sequels are about to come out in the next few months from DC, uh, Detective Comics. So it's always funny too because like their name is Detective Comics but people say DC Comics so they're actually saying Detective Comics Comics. I digress. Um, But they announced, you know, the James Gunn thing. They announced that they're switching up all the characters. They're getting rid of Henry Cavill. He's no longer Superman. Ben Affleck's no longer Batman, which is the same thing they've been saying for years. Um, But he's pretty serious. James Gunn's pretty serious about it. Why would they announce this two years ahead um, and then still have movies from this universe come out? I don't get it. I don't care about Sazam 2 because there is no connected universe um plus comes to find out zachary levi is kind of a dick um and then aquaman 2 i I don't care i didn't the first one is not even that good to be completely honest it's still coming out with this flash movie with 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 the one person who probably should be canceled ezra miller he's not i don't understand that either um I just don't care about anything DC got going on, and I'm a big comic books fan. You know, I'm a fanatic when it comes to comic books. Me and uh, my homie Ben talking about getting a Marvel Comics tattoo, which I'm 100% going, through, going to do, and I think I might put it right here on my bicep. Um, I love the comics. I love the comic book stories. I've been loving it my whole life, but I DC has lost my faith and as a fan. Uh, I'm going to go see these movies. I'm not going to see them opening night. I don't care about it that much. I'm going to go on a Tuesday morning when it's $5 tickets, probably $6 or $7 IMAX. I'm going to watch it once. I'm not buying it when it comes on digital. I'm done I'm done investing in the DC movies, period. Um, let me know what you guys think in the comments, if you guys are excited about the DC movies. I thought Sazam! 1 was awesome. I thought it was really dope. But then again, even in, even in, in that... With the state of, that they were in. They had a post-credit scene in the first one with uh, Superman. But you couldn't see his face because they just weren't ready to commit to Henry Cavill. Which is dumb because he's the best Superman there was. Fight me on it. And Aquaman 2. Just the first one was a dud, man. It just wasn't that good. And so I'm not excited for Aquaman 2. Like, sc- scrap it all. F- the Flash. I, I'll be the first one to admit, I said this on episode 28. The Flash movie, the trailer looks great. I, I, ultimately, I don't care, though. Because it's like there's no point. Plus... Plus, Ezra Miller's an asshole. He's an abu- abusive, mental health, fucking collapsed mental health nut. Like, I don't want to support him, you know? Like, go get some help, bro. Stop, stop terrorizing people. So, DC Comics does not have my dollar. They don't have my faith. Um, I mean, I- I'll throw him a couple bucks just, just to see it and get it out of the way so I can talk about it. But, I'm not excited at all. Um, now, one thing that did, that was entertaining, was the Murdoch murders. Um, if you're familiar if you're familiar with it, then you already know. If you're not, you have it's, it's, a, it's an interesting story, man. You have a, I knew the story when it happened with a young woman. Um, one of the kids basically uh, was one of the so this guy, this family, this, let me start with the top. The Murdoch family. They're some ballers. They own the court systems, basically. They, they, they run shit in their little small hokey tokey what uh, hokey? I don't know what hokey I'm trying to say, but in their little small town, they run shit, right? And um, they had they had money and they had power, and the the family could make shit go away, so they did. Um, the kid got got dumb drunk like he always does. He's abusive. He was crazy. He's wilding out. He's driving their boat and he crashes it and kills one of the girls, right? So that's fucked up. So the, the family's trying to pin it on one of the other kids, trying to say that he was driving because they're trying to get the heat off of the, off the Murdoch kid. Long story short, um, he doesn't really do any, any time for this, so it's all pending trial. Um, and it, that brought a lot of attention to the family. There was another incident with the older brother, possibly who could have gotten uh, his mysterious... Uh, we don't know. We don't know, but it seems like he got this kid killed because they were in a, a, a intimate homosexual relationship, and he didn't want anyone to know. Now that's all we don't know. We don't. I don't know the documentary on Netflix. I feel like they didn't know, but it kind of seems like just with the tone of everything else that it's it's likely. Uh, so then, basically, long story short, the dad. It kills his wife and his youngest son. Uh, And then basically tries to say, like, oh, I was here visiting my parents, blah, blah, blah. He wasn't. He was there. He did the shit. Uh, And the story gets even weirder. He tries to kill himself. And the guy who he got to do it didn't kill him. Shot him in the head, but it didn't hurt, didn't kill him or some wild shit It is some weird weird shit well the reason why I like talking about it is because this is a this is not an outlier to me. There's people with families, which is kind of where you get all of like the um the benefits of systemic racism uh his family's been protected for since for years right for the for like generations now they didn't start doing this this generation you know no no, don't get it twisted the murdochs weren't doing this 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 alex murdoch didn't just discover this ability to, to 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 do dirt and get away with it this is something they've been doing forever you know this and you have to believe that if that's one instance of a family with power abusing it then there's more right And I'm not going to say any names because I'm not trying to uh, end up missing. But there's some families in Missouri that some of us know about that kind of, you know, let's just say they can unalive some people and and sweep it under the rug. It is what it is. Uh, I think it's super interesting. It's really a fast uh, 45-minute, three-episode mini-documentary. It's really worth checking out. He just got sentenced today to life in prison, uh, which is fantastic because he did that shit. And, um, yeah, interesting story. Check it out if you get a chance. Uh, Murdoch Murdoch Murders or Murders of Murdoch? Something like that on Netflix. Super interesting. Speaking of murders and life in prison, Tim Norman of Sweetie Pie's fame. Now, if you're from St. Louis, then you know about Sweetie Pie's because it was a soul food restaurant that's really fantastic. The owner, uh, Miss super seems like a super nice lady, um, but she's just the family around her it's a little little uh little wild now her son her her one her older son passed away he was um definitely into crime and then tim did a stint for bur- burglary got out he was on tv they were on the own network they were just you know movers and shakers and i have met tim um plenty of times i used to work out with this uh a group of guys and Tim used to work out in the same gym, and they all knew each other. So by proxy, I was, you know, saying what's up to Tim or whatever. Um, but yeah, he had his ne- he got basically got his nephew killed for insurance money. And uh, today or this week, I believe yesterday or two days ago, his sentence was read to him. He's found guilty a couple months ago, and he got life in prison. I am definitely still watching the situation because I believe the the actual shooter is sentenced already the accomplished female sentence and we're waiting on um the the health, the life insurance uh person which is someone i do know on a on a personal level uh to see what happens with him uh hopefully because i don't think he i don't think he had anything to do with the murder part um so hopefully like he doesn't get into uh too much shit um but fingers crossed for the homie uh but yeah i'm glad tim norman is in. you know You do the crime, you do the time, got life in prison. That's the end of that story. That's the end of his story. It is a tragic end. Um, I feel sorry for Andre Montgomery. Um, I'm sorry that he lost his life because of someone in his family who wanted more money, more greed. Uh, It's very unfortunate, but justice has been served in this case, so to speak. Um, So, yeah. Um, Rest in peace, Tim Norman, because your life's over, buddy. Um, Power Up Party. Now, last weekend, last Friday night... A week ago, today, I DJed um, DJ Epic's Team Epic Gaming's power-up party. It is a mix between nightlife and video games. It was a great time. My feet were super killing me afterwards. DJing for like four hours for some reason kills my feet. Um, and and, and uh, the homie Spontaneous, who's a part of uh, Team Gaming, Team Epic Gaming, he was there. And he always says every time, like, you need to get a fatigue mat. Uh, it's supposed to help with that. Um, but it was a good time. Um, one thing that stood out to me was there was a kid who, um, I believe is autistic and he was already just in the comic book shop uh, and just hanging out. And when he realized that there was a tournament, he asked his dad if he could stay, his dad let him. And then, uh, as the night progressed, the, I think the dad had a babysitter, had to go home and get his sister. But the kid, um, was very appreciative of something. I wasn't there cause I was DJing, but my wife told me about this, that like, he felt very comfortable in this space that we had created. And I thought that was the coolest thing. Like, that, that's so dope to me. Um, I didn't meet him because I, I, I was, again, working. Um, but the fact that, like, he was there on a whim and he was able to hang out the whole night, I thought that was so dope. And um, that he felt comfortable there. That's kind of like we, you know, when you do an event and you just want to create a safe atmosphere, a fun atmosphere. And I think we all did that. Uh, that night, so that that, that was my takeaway from it. That was the, my favorite part of that was learning that story, as it was uh, uh, you know as I was DJing. Of course, I, I didn't you know know what was going on, but afterwards, learning about that story and it just made me feel good inside. So um, shout out to DJ Epic, shout out to Spontaneous Mix, shout out to my homegirl Melanie. She she's she was there. Um, there's a bunch of other people that I do not remember their names, and please forgive me if you see this, but shout out to everyone a part of Team Epic Gaming. It was awesome. And I look forward to our next event. And you know me. I don't like to do these podcasts for too long. I've done two-hour podcasts before. Uh, The 60-minute shit show was an hour. Um, I've done radio shows at Wash You, All kinds of stuff. I like to keep it 25, 25, 30 minutes. So you get in and get out. And that's that. So uh, let me do my my spiel. Uh, The cringy stuff is uh, if you like it, hit the like button. If you really like it, hit the share button. Uh, subscribe if you haven't. If you like the YouTube video, smash the like button. Hit the notification so you get notified every time I upload. Uh, I do want to thank you personally for listening. It's, you have a lot of choices in podcasts. You do. We all do. Uh, so if you listen to this one, I really appreciate you. Um, and that's it. So be safe. If a light turns green, do not go yet. Give it a couple seconds. Um, don't, bl- uh, don't blame one person in politics for all of the problems of the city. That doesn't make sense. Don't buy the same shoes. Don't watch Sam and Aquaman. Do watch Murdoch murders because that's entertaining. And don't kill people for insurance money. That's the takeaways from this episode. My name is Tech Supreme. That's episode 29. I will see you next time. Peace. Good night. Break, break. Break, break. Had rent free.